Amos 5, 21 through 24 says, I hate, I despise your religious festivals. Your assemblies are a stench to me. Even though you bring me burnt offerings and grain offerings, I will not accept them. Though you bring choice fellowship offerings, I will have no regard for them. Away with the noise of your songs, I will not listen to the music of your harps. But let justice roll on like a river, righteousness like a never-failing stream. No, we are not satisfied, and we will not be satisfied until justice rolls down like waters and righteousness like a mighty stream. Amos 5, 14-15 says, Seek good, not evil, that you may live. Then the Lord God Almighty will be with you, just as you say he is. Hate evil, love good. Maintain justice in courts, and perhaps then the Lord God Almighty will have mercy on the remnant of Joseph. The book of Amos is the third of the twelve minor prophets. The prophet Amos lived among a group of shepherds in Tekoa, a small town about 10 miles south of Jerusalem. Amos did not consider himself from a family of prophets or even really consider himself to be one. Rather, he was a shepherd and a fig tree farmer, just living near the border of northern Israel and southern Judah. Amos prophesied, at just the halfway point of the 8th century BC. During the reigns of Uzziah, king of Judah, and Jeroboam II, king of northern Israel. In the biblical book of 1 Kings, we see that northern Israel had split from the rest of Israel, now called Judah, and was being ruled by Jeroboam II. Under his rule, northern Israel was successful as a nation, both in battle and financially. However, the nation's wealth led to apathy and vast spiritual dryness. The people sought money and victory over all else, neglecting the nation's poor and the needy. Amos was fed up. Amos was disappointed in the status of the nation, and he traveled north to proclaim an important message to Israel a message of redemption and restoration that they desperately needed to hear. His message was directed against the privileged people of Israel, whose sinful choices, ignoring the poor, selling people into slavery, having no love for their neighbor, denying others a voice, taking advantage, only looking out for their own concerns. These decisions were all the worse because the people of Israel, once slaved and oppressed themselves, should have known better. Israel had a great calling and a great responsibility as God's chosen people, but they have instead become religious hypocrites when we find them in this book of Amos, offering sacrifices and special worship services to God, but showing no love for the people in their nation. So Amos prays, let justice flow like a river and righteousness like a never-ending stream, a passage made famous 
In Martin Luther King Jr.'s speech, I Have a Dream, but made famous many, many years before by the prophet Amos. The word righteousness meant that people would have right and equitable relationships with one another, and justice meant that people would take concrete actions to bring about this righteousness, something that the people of Israel were not doing. So Amos spoke against them, he rebuked them, because he saw that their lifestyle showed evidence that they had forgotten God, and they had forgotten goodness and what it all means to work for those things together. But the God of Israel responds in Amos with the passage where he says, Seek me so that you may live, and seek good so that you may live. True worship means focusing on God, tuning out noise and hatred, but also it means actively seeking to do good. We must seek God, and we must seek good. Injustice permeates our world. And sometimes, as Christians, it's easy to turn a blind eye to suffering of others. But we are called to take action and to do good. To work for righteousness and justice in the world. Instead of choosing between prayer and action, instead of choosing between worship and justice, we are called to do it all. We are called to know that both are essential. That God has called us to seek him and also to seek justice. Today on Martin Luther King Day, we're reminded that that effort is not over. That Christians for centuries and centuries have been working to bring righteousness and justice into the world. All the way back to Amos, to the Reverend Baptist preacher Martin Luther King Jr. And now hopefully with us. Hopefully we will too seek God and seek good each day. Lutheran priest Nadia Bowles-Weber says this, There is a flourishing to be had, a freedom, a vibrancy, when we claw our way out from underneath the system and principalities of power. It is a system that conceals our own souls from us. It lies to us about who we are and how the world works. It centers us to the peril of others, but also to our own peril. There is more to be had from this life than what we have been told. I want that for you and I want that for me. To desire life and life abundant is to desire it for all. Insist on it for all. Work for it for all. Jesus said, you will know the truth and the truth will set you free. And indeed, we pray that one day we may all be free. And the glory of the Lord shall be revealed and all flesh shall see it together. This is our hope when we allow freedom ring. When we let it ring from every village and every hamlet, from every state and every city. We will be able to speed up that day when all of God's children, black men and white men, Jews and Gentiles, Protestants and Catholics, will be able to join hands and sing in the words of the old Negro spiritual, free at last, 